Our short gospel reading takes place during John's account of the Last Supper. Jesus has just stood up from the dinner table only to stoop down to wash his disciples' feet. And after this striking sign of service, Jesus gives his new teaching, his new commandment that we love one another as he has loved us. How has he loved us? Well, he just modeled it in that foot washing, the loving service, but also the love that he's shown in the three years of his ministry with his friends. Love as I've loved you. And it's noteworthy that this seemingly simple teaching, that it's sandwiched between Judas's departure, Judas had just gone out, and then the next thing that happens is the foreshadowing of Peter's denial. Love one another just as I've loved you, sandwiched between departure from and denial of Jesus's love command. And it's precisely that departure from and denial of this way of love and this commandment, this is the reason so much of our history and our current news cycle is wrapped in darkness. And when we read this portion of the gospel, John's gospel on Monday, Thursday, which we do each year in Holy Week on that evening before Good Friday, it can seem like darkness is the way things go, world without end. And without Easter Day, I wouldn't be able to believe in much else. I couldn't stand before you tonight and make any case as to why we ought to love one another as Jesus loved us if his death is the end of the story. If our departure from and denial of Jesus's love could extinguish that love forever, we would be in trouble. But what Easter reveals to us is that Jesus's love is the most durable element in the universe. And more than that, it is the source of all things, the divine energy that moves the stars in the sky. Easter proclaims that Christ-shaped, foot-washing love wins, really wins, now and forever, world without end. So to follow this love ethic of the new commandment is to be in tune with the beating heart at the center of all reality, even as departure from and denial and indifference are all around. John, in his telling of the Last Supper, lets us know about someone called the beloved disciple. You might know about that disciple who reclines against Jesus's chest. And as we read John's gospel, we come to know that John wants us to be the beloved disciple, the one who stays close to Jesus so that we can feel the heartbeat of God. And that heartbeat sounds like this, love one another as I have loved you. These words on the lips of Jesus tonight encourage us to dive into John's gospel as readers, readers of his gospel looking for signs of how Jesus loved us throughout the story, right? If he's saying in this chapter of John, as I've loved you, love one another, go read John, 
and see how has he loved us? What is the form and shape of that love? And I think that's a good way to spend the rest of Easter, reading John frontwards and backwards. It's a good way to spend all of your days, but especially these next two weeks of Easter, asking this question, how is Jesus loving here in this part of John's gospel story? How is he doing it right here? And then ask this question, how might that inspire our loving now? As we go deeper in a life of faith, as we grow in our trust, we draw more closely to Jesus and learn his love for us, allow him to wash our feet, we'll be inspired to shine his light into the darkness, you know, to carry Christ's kindness into the world as we learn to love one another. And tonight, we've gathered in this place and we hear the church's mission and, frankly, our purpose in life to love one another as Jesus loved us. And it's in this Christ-shaped way of loving that we can reveal God's kindness in the world. That's our mission, to reveal God's kindness and truth in the world by how we love each other. In the early church, that was the attraction for people outside of the church, is that they were struck by how uh, those inside of the Eucharistic gathering took care of one another, and they found that compelling. And we know that that's not as easy as it sounds. Love is hard. It's a high and it's a hard calling to follow Jesus and to enact this love ethic. But we don't rely on ourselves. It's by the power of Jesus' resurrection at work in us that we find a way to enact his love. And we gather around his table tonight, just as his friends were gathered around the Last Supper to receive his grace, to be fed with his life, his very life, so that it can come alive in us. And we trust, we believe, we have faith that Jesus, the risen one, can give us himself, his very own life tonight, because he is the one who lives world without end.